Rollerblades are in this year, I yeah. think, right? Yeah, I think yeah, they're so. They're coming back. I need to get some. <laughs> did you ever have rollerblades? I did. <laughs> I was the only kid that never had rollerblades. Oh my gosh. I had roller skates and I would go roller skating all the time, but Wait. never rollerblades. Yeah, that, honestly, she did, she, she did make me want to go buy some rollerblades. Welcome everybody to Too Legitimate Podcast. Oh my goodness. I'm Brian Kluger and I'm joined by the hostess with the mostess, a legend in the TV and cinema world. And now putting her hat on as a film critic, Miss Allie Wanzer. How are you? I'm great. You How are, are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. So glad to be here. I've known you for a number of years. We lost touch. We... We came back together for a mutual friend's movie that he's making. Yep. Love it. I can't wait. Right? I can't wait till it hits the big screen. I, I, <laughs> I can't wait either. Have you ever been in one of our friend's movies before? Um, so the very first one, um, the one before Sugar. Okay, um, Dickie sent me. No, 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 that was the one. I, <laughs> I know, that was so funny. I loved it. When he sent it to me, I was like, that is amazing. It was so funny. That was so fun to make. I oh, loved it. that was the one with the prison. Oh, I remember that one. What but was it, that? Called? I was literally just in the very beginning on the train, on the train ride. It just was just like a snippet of me, like just like looking out the window. Okay. And then I was in sugar. All right. Yeah, yeah you're sugar. So yeah. And well, then now wrench in the plan. That now wrench in the plan. We're yeah. both in it. Yeah. We both recorded lines yes. and did the whole thing. Did script reads. It's good. <laughs> uh, so. Tell me, tell me, Allie, when, are, are you from Texas? Are you Texas? Yes, I am from Fort Worth, Texas, born and raised. Fort Worth, Texas. Funky town. So DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth, which is um, better, which is worse, if, um, or are they both awesome? Dallas. I'm a Dallas girl to the T. Yeah. Um, Fort Worth is home, but I just feel like I vibe more with Dallas. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So you vibe more with Dallas, and... You went into education, right? Uh-huh. Where did the spark hit you with film and television? So, I have always had a little bit of a spark with, like, you know, modeling, acting, all that. I, I was actually, my mom put me in college for kids when I was younger, and I did, like, a little modeling class and, um, and like, some theater, and I was, like, I loved it. And so, I think just over the years... Um, well, really, actually, when I moved into education, I met Carrie, and she's the one that kind of was, like, pulling me in and kind of like, I need to get you with my agent. I need to get get you with my agent. And so finally she did, and I just kind of went off from there. All right, so the acting bug bit you. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I have to ask. I ask everybody this question. I've asked many actors. I've asked many directors over the years this same question. I'm going to ask you this. Uh-huh. Are there any particular scenes in movies that have always stuck with you that help shape your creative life, acting-wise? Probably when uh, people are really obnoxious. Like, oh, yeah? I, yeah, I kind of take the, like, the, you know, because sometimes I feel like I can be obnoxious a little bit. Um, I feel like when you look at me, you're probably like, oh, my gosh, she's kind of like, ooh. But um, I think deep down when you get to know me, I can be a little crazy and a little obnoxious. And so I feel like I can let that side of me play out whenever I'm in the movies. In something. So yeah. is there a scene, like, that you remember, like, if it's Seth Rogen or Seinfeld? Because some people think they're annoying on screen. Was uh -huh. there something from a movie that is like, that scene can shape me creatively that I think back to. Is there something like that? Um, well, I mean, 
really the movie that I just saw, because that's the one that's fresh on my mind, um, when she was kind of beating up the people on the ocean, <laughs> okay. in the ocean, that part, um, no hard feelings. No hard feelings with <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that was a pretty, pretty like, get it girl. I love that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're, we're talking about no hard feelings today. This is Allie's first film review. She's getting into the film critic business. Yeah. Hopefully many more. Yeah. No Hard Feelings. So No Hard Feelings, a brand new movie directed by Gene Stupinski. And I got to ask you about Gene Stupinski because he was the guy who directed Good Boys, which was like super bad, but for like first graders. <laughs> um, he was a major writer and director for the TV show The Office. Okay. Um, and he uh, he's... He created that new show, Jury Duty, which is on television oh, as well. Oh, I've seen like previews and snippets of that. Right. So it's all like the creators of The Office and then Jury Duty. So this is <laughs> his second feature film debut or uh, effort from Good Boys to No Hard Feelings. So going into this movie, did you get a sense of like maybe some of the humor from like The Office or Good Boys or like a Judd Apatow type of thing? Oh, definitely. There's a lot of, I feel like most of the undertone was humor. I kind of, I am a dark comedy person. Mm -hmm. not, I'm not going to say that this was a dark comedy, but it was just kind of like dry humor, which I like. It's it's funny to me and I get it. So I did, I did, I can see where The Office is and how that kind of came into life in this movie. Okay. All right. So going into Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence is known for her action for her drama you know she's the hunger games she is yeah, uh, i've seen it yeah seen them all you've seen them all yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> those movies i mean i think they're trying to bring him back Ooh. uh she's done action with red sparrow she did mother with aronofsky which was insane but she's not known for like you know batshit fun comedy movies yep. so yeah. but she's really funny like in some of her smaller roles uh-huh uh-huh but where has she fallen here? Is she like one of those comedic geniuses that we never knew? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I actually think so. And it's it seemed very natural. Like it was a very natural, funny personality I got from, from her in the movie. And so I think that that was really cool too. And it made it that much better. That much better? Uh-huh. Okay. And she... she Delivers it perfectly. She sells it. Yeah, she does actually. Okay. She really does. Right. She, I think she hit it right on the nail. Cool, cool. And so with her being in the film and it kind of being, you know, I, I feel like it's almost like a Seth Rogen, you know, type of movie. With, yeah. <laughs> so the raunchy humor, is it something we've seen before? Was it fresh? Did it feel original? Or was it like, oh, I've seen this before? Um, I think... Honestly, I think it was up to date, like how, how things are right now. There was tons of people, laughter, like probably in every single scene, laughter and cheering, yeah, hoopla. And so like, I think people really liked the raunchiness of it, honestly, because it was up to date. All right. Was there a, a, your, like a favorite funny joke that you, you were, that was in there that you can describe? Uh, well, really, I'll have to say I love dogs and really the, the part that got me was um, every single time you say the word cocaine, the dog starts barking because <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, this dog was, you know, an, a retired dog from the uh, cocaine ward okay, with the cops. Yeah, and, okay. and so every single time you said cocaine, he would get triggered and he would bark <laughs> and it would take time to calm him down. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> 
All right. So I I love that. I love that aspect to it. So what is so to tell people what is this movie kind of about? So this guy, this this you know, guy that's going to college is being set up by his parents, and um, this Jennifer Lawrence comes in and wants to date him, and by the parents, and she gets paid. She's gonna get a car from the parents if she seduces their son. Okay, so it's kind of like a she's all that scenario where somebody's being paid to like act like they like somebody. Yes, and you know? then yes, and then they end up being friends. Okay, so we've seen this story a bunch of times, but from what you're saying, it works. Like it feels original, right? Yeah, because I think he's he's like 19 and she's 32, and the parents are asking for like a young 20 year old, 20 like early 20s, but. She's like, well, um, you should probably think of like a 32-year-old or somebody older that can handle the situation better. And she does handle it. <laughs> okay. And so in these types of movies, and like I will say this with like Judd Apatow type of movies, and I go to that just because it's kind of the same creators. Uh-huh. Um, he implores like that vulgar, pot-smoking sex humor, but he also has a little bit of heart and soul into it where you can, there's emotions into it. Yes. Is that this movie too? Yes. And um, like after the fact, they kind of get a deeper connection and they kind of become friends. And, you know, once he finds out that his parents did ask her to set them up, he gets a little mad. And, you know, that break time passes through, but then they come back and they actually... Uh, end up becoming great friends. Oh, okay. And she actually drives him to college. Oh, really? <laughs> With the car that, that his parents <laughs> gave her. <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. Um, and let's talk about... So I was looking at the movie because I hadn't seen it yet. Um, but the the composer of the movie, like the, who did the music and the score, uh-huh. um, is Michael Dana. And Michael Dana did the score of this movie. So I'm curious because he won an Oscar for his score on Life of Pi. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's an Oscar-winning composer. Did the score in a comedy like this ever like stick out or was it like something not memorable? Actually, it wasn't. No, okay, all right. I'm curious because I was looking at it because I love film composers. I like film music. And when I saw him, I was like, wait, he won an Oscar for Life of Pi? But then he's doing like I mean, a funny raunchy. You know what? I'm sure if I went back and rewatched the movie again, I would probably be like, "Oh yeah, this 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 music, this sounds makes the scene that much bigger." Okay. You know? All right. Yeah, I'm. I was curious. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh." Yeah, I, that I is pick. cool though. That that's interesting though. From Life of Pi to this, right? Well, completely I was completely different. And like the cinematographer here in this movie is also. Um, how do I say this? Elgil Burled, um, but he did he 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 shot the movie In Bruges, which I love that movie In uh-huh. Bruges. Um, but I've never seen movies. him do really a lot of comedy stuff like this. So I mean, being a ro- like a comedy, maybe a little romantic, vulgar comedy, filming wise, shot wise, did it kind of look like every other one, or some cool shots where you're like, oh, that actually kind of cool looking right there for a comedy. Um, I think. I think uh, overall, no, I, I think overall all the shots were pretty good. I, yeah? I, yeah, I liked all of them. I liked them. I liked when she, she had a skate. She was rollerblading uh-huh. <laughs> to get to work because she didn't have a car. And so she was rollerblading behind this truck. And I thought that that was cool because I kind of actually saw a preview on the news of how they did it. How they were like shooting shooting her while she was ro- rollerblading, but it 
like the truck was pulling the camera. Okay. And just kind of like shooting her from behind and she was actually rollerblading. All right, all yeah. right. Rollerblades are in this year, I yeah. think, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. They're coming back. I need to get some. <laughs> did you ever have rollerblades? I did. I was the only kid that never had rollerblades. Oh my god. I had roller skates and I would go roller skating all the time, but never rollerblades. Yeah, that honestly she did she she did make me want to go buy some rollerblades cuz she used those rollerblades all throughout <laughs> the beginning of the movie. It was it was crazy. Like rollerblading up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> so was that good? Okay, so oh, funny. Where does this Jennifer Lawrence movie fall under her entire repertoire of films? Is it towards the top, in the middle, at the bottom? Where do you where do you fall in? Because this is the first comedy, I feel like, and she's done all of you know diff- different types of more so like drama suspense. I feel like mm, it could be, it could be up there with. I think it could be up there. So would you think, would you say top five or like top ten? Top ten. I would top say 10? top ten. Yeah. Okay, so so five to ten. Sure. Yeah. All right, all right, Jennifer Lawrence. We'll see you. We'll see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, do you? All right. Do you, do you do any? Because I know you, you you do acting. Do you do any Jennifer Lawrence impressions at all? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I can't. <laughs> All right, so here's a fun question. Here's a fun question. If you can, because it seems like this movie, Jennifer Lawrence, she is a really fun, wild character. She's skinny dipping. There is actually one, okay? okay. I'm just remembering. Whenever the parents are introducing her, introducing themselves, like she's at the bottom, at the bottom of their big-ass hill, and she has to go up the steps with her rollerblades, and the, the, the dad is like, oh, I'm, I'm layered. And she goes... Lasagna? Like lasagna? <laughs> and he's like, Laird. Oh. <laughs> She's so, so good. That was funny. So that was good. That got you. And did you find yourself audibly laughing? Yes. Okay, throughout the whole movie? Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, good, good. yeah actually, yeah. All right, good. Um, so here's a question. Uh, the character in this movie that Jennifer Lawrence plays... If you could insert her, that character, into another movie that already exists to make it funnier or better, do you know what movie you would want to insert her in? You know what? I need to watch more comedies. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything. It could be like Goodfellas or uh, Godfather. Uh, okay, well, really, honestly, what is... Okay, oh my gosh, why am I... It's drawing a blank, but um, oh my gosh. I'm here to help. To, where they go to Vegas, it's the four... Hangover. Oh, the Hangover. Yeah, you would the hangover. Add, So she would yeah, fit in right in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she oh. more like a Zach Galifianakis character or a Bradley Cooper character? She would Helms? be the 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 funniest one. The, she would fit in there right with the funniest one. I can't even remember the name. It was okay, so long okay. ago. Okay, all right. I don't even remember, but it's not Bradley Cooper and it's not, it's, it's not Zach. It's not Zach. So Ed Helms, maybe? The guy from The Office? Yeah, probably. With the glasses who probably. gets his tooth out. Pro- all right, yes, all right. Yes, okay. yes, yes, okay. yes, 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 so yes. So, all right, those two. So, put Jennifer Lawrence oh, into a hangover crazy. movie. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. From The Office. That's Yeah. Isn't that good? That's yes, good. yeah. No hard... So, tell everybody, no hard feelings. Is it a recommend? Is it is it a thumbs up? Is it something you want to wait at home for or on Netflix? Or do you want to... Spend your hard-earned money in the theater. What is it? No, I think you should definitely go see this one in the theater. It's well worth it. It's well worth it. Yeah. Is it? Is it a fan? Do you want to bring your parents to this movie? Would it be awkward? Uh, it would be kind of awkward. <laughs> go with like your boyfriend or your best friend. <laughs> All right, there you go. And, and so before we end this uh, this review on Too Legitimate, I've got to ask. This movie has been drawing some controversy in the news world, Twitter. You know, there's a lot of so everybody is on social media. 
a lot of people these days are finding something to cancel, find something wrong with a lot of things. And this movie, interestingly, is making news rounds for its controversy in that a lot of people or some people are saying that it depicts grooming children for sex. Does it, I, I, I haven't seen the movie, but I can't figure out if that's actually true, if that's somebody's looking way too much into it. What did you get out of it? I think it's looking way too much into it because at the end of the day, he's 19. Uh-huh. And he's a loner, and I feel like his parents are just trying to get him out of his shell, you know? So, right? so I think I think they're looking way too much into it. I mean, okay, it doesn't seem Allie... Or myself, I feel like we're both, we're not introverted. We're very extroverted. Right. We like to be with people. We like getting out there. We like meeting people. Right, yeah. Back, I mean, I was born in 81, and I'm trying to figure out if my parents would do the same for me. If I was introverted, <laughs> if I wasn't meeting people, if they would hire somebody to date me. And I feel like I probably actually like that. Yeah. <laughs> what I, do you think? I mean... I feel like I would, too, because if you think about it, it's just like arranged marriages, almost, you know? It's the same thing, same concept. Yeah, you're not saying, you know, you know, date him hard, but it's the same. <laughs> date him hard, I love yeah. that. Because <laughs> that, that was a line in the movie, date, date, him, date him hard, hard yeah. Well, define date him hard. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can replace the other, there's... Another four-letter word that you can replace it with. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, good, good. Date them hard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but again, it's just like arranged marriages, you know. And that still Same happens concept. today. It does, it does. So, yeah, just let 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 a movie be a movie. Right, and, I, and the people, again, I haven't seen this, but it seems like grooming young children for whatever, it, but this seems like... They're hiring somebody to give this kid confidence yeah. to go out in the world and yes. have confidence in himself. Yep. And I guess, you know, me growing up, I didn't need a lot of that just because mm -hmm. I don't know mm -hmm. why I was just born that way. But mm -hmm. I would have, if I was in that particular situation, yeah. I would have loved to have somebody like be <laughs> my wingman, exactly. like for real, even if they were getting paid, you exactly, know? Exactly, exactly. And, and again... Even the first time they did have the opportunity to have sex, she didn't. Okay. She didn't. And so um, she tried to get him in the mood, but stuff kept happening. And then finally, he the night he got drunk, she said, no, he wanted to. And she's like, no, we shouldn't do this. You're drunk. Let's wait. Okay. So, yeah. All right. I think there was still a little respect in there. All right. All right. <laughs> and interestingly enough, I got to ask... Um, a lot of movies these days and with a stinger in the credit scene or like there's going to be more. Is there anything like that? Or is it like a hard end, you know, or is there like, oh, there could be like a part sequel. two. No, yeah. I think there's a hard end. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. It could because they go to call or he goes to college. He goes to Princeton uh -huh. um, and she ends up living with Milo, which is the cocaine dog. She, she adopts Okay. Him. Okay. So, I mean, there could be a part two. two. But it also, I could see where there could be a hard end as well. Okay. So, final sentence, final word about No Hard Feelings. Go see it. Go see it. We are Two Legitimate Podcasts, Brian Kluger, Ali Wanzer. Where can they? Where can everybody find you online if they want to <laughs> find your work or whatever? Uh, so, JCPenney's. I am a JCPenney's model. And... Um, Super or metal supermarkets. You can YouTube metal supermarkets and you will see me there. Excellent. We'll have her back on very soon. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. Thanks, Too legitimate. Ryan. Too legitimate.